Hey, welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm on a mission to break down mental health stigma. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love yourself and make peace with your mind, body, and food. I'll share some education, tips, interviews, and tools from my clinical experience so you can improve your mental health. Stay tuned as we change the mental health game and talk all about therapy. What's up, my fam? We here on episode 15 of the Therapy Thoughts podcast. Today's topic is postpartum body image. So we're going to talk about postpartum depression on another podcast. We'll talk about infertility on another podcast. In fact, I'll be launching a course on that soon. Today's podcast is specifically about postpartum body image. Now, let me say this. You do not have to give birth to a child to deal with postpartum issues or postpartum body image. Uh, But this is a specific topic I want to address for women who do give birth to kids and dealing with that. But even if you are not a biological parent, you are dealing with infertility, you've adopted, um, you can still have postpartum quote-unquote body image issues. So I don't really want to exclude anyone from this conversation. I want it to be inclusive because the real issue is once you're a parent, the body image expectation is to look like you never had a kid. So we can all relate to that. Um, If you find this episode triggering because you're dealing with infertility, um, it's okay to turn it off and come back when I talk about that issue specifically. I want to be Uh, mindful of that and careful of that. But we are going to dive into postpartum body image. And let me give you my spiel. So body image expectations on women, beauty expectations for women are, are unrealistic, right? The second we hit puberty, we start to enter into the world of expectations for our bodies. We gain weight, we mature sexually, we, we reach sexual maturity and reproductive capacity, and we're at the same time told to lose weight, to not gain weight, to not have body fat, which is required in order to have kids, right? In order to ovulate, in order to menstruate, you have to have a high enough body content, body fat content to do that. So the second we hit puberty, we're slammed with body image messages that say, hey, don't look this way. Um, and then we do conceive if we have the ability to do that. And as soon as we give birth to that child, we're expected to look like we never had that child. There's this competitive body image comparison game. Um, media pressure is going to put that kind of, of message on us. It says things like bounce back, get your body back, get back to how you looked before you had a kid. Like, one, we never lost our bodies, so there's nothing to get back. Two, we just grew a freaking human. And that requires fat accumulation. Literal organs are moving around. And it's like, we're okay with that as long as it doesn't take a long time, right? So even the sentiment of like, it took nine months to grow a baby, at least take nine months to get your body back. It's like, what? Your body is has literally moved around, your hips have expanded, you've grown a human, you're maybe producing milk, your body is meant to change. And so I just want to give you permission to think critically about this topic. 
why? Why do we have to look like we never had a child? And why is there an expectation of what that looks like? Maybe some people's bodies shift back to looking like it did before they had a kid, but surely not everyone's body will do that. It's, it's just more unrealistic expectations and it's based on comparison. And if one person's body looks this way, mine is supposed to look this way. It creates undue pressure. And I want you to challenge that. And if your friend had a kid the same day as you and looks very different than you, respect that that's their body and it's none of your freaking business. And I want you to have boundaries that say, hey, if I created a human, I have the right to say maybe fitness, maybe dieting, maybe uh, restriction, whatever that looks like is not important to you. And maybe your body changes whether you focus on fitness and nutrition. Maybe it doesn't. What I want to say is you don't have to value weight loss, even if other people do. And if you do lose weight, that's okay. And if you don't, maybe that's okay too. I want to create a space for you to critically think about the pressure that comes upon us when we have postpartum body image issues. So what I recognized when I was pregnant was it became free reign for people to make unsolicited comments about my body. And I was probably even um, received more comments as a pregnant person than any time in my life. People feel like it's free reign to touch your body, uh, free reign to make comments about your body. You look so good. You're so thin. Man, I looked as thin as you. Man, do you have twins? You're as big as a house. You're so huge. Like, (laughs) you could get all of those comments in a day. It's just so funny. Like, people feel like pregnancy means it's okay to make comments about your body. So here's a public service announcement. Maybe that's not okay. Maybe it's not your right to make unsolicited comments about your body. I guarantee the people who made comments about my body when they said, wow, you can't even tell you're pregnant from behind or like, wow, you're the biggest pregnant person I've ever seen. Did any of them consider like, huh, I wonder how this would make a girl who's recovered from anorexia feel. Huh, she's a body image therapist. She works with eating disorders. I wonder what making unsolicited comments about her body would feel like. I'm fine, luckily, but a lot of people who talk to me about this kind of stuff aren't. And it's deeply troubling to them. And a lot of folks engage in eating disordered behavior and restriction and extreme exercise while they're pregnant because of those types of comments. And I think people are innocent. No one means harm. So I'm not here to police or, you know, beat anyone up. But I'm just saying, let's start paying attention to the cultural norms around body image um, and how, you know, pregnancy isn't a special time where those get to fly out the window. In fact, it may be a more vulnerable time than ever. How many women are, are terrified or petrified of having pregnancy change their body? And that's so much of the focus and so much of the focus, even if they're dealing with postpartum depression or anxiety is on losing weight. It's just, it's just such a vulnerable time. And I think we need to do better at recognizing the impact we may have with those types of comments and the pressure and the culture we we create about body image based on saying those kinds of things. Okay. So then you have a baby, MBD, (laughs) freaking pop out a human, which can be a traumatizing experience. Like, pregnancy can be a horrible experience for so many people. Um, 
really painful the birth experience there's so much shame around women for how you did it are you medicated or unmedicated how long did it take you were you hypnotized or not did you breastfeed did you bottle feed are you using formula are you using goat's milk like whatever's coming up there's so much pressure and shame and then this baby's born there's a 70% of women are dealing with postpartum blues for the first two weeks just feeling like hell but you got to get your body back. Like that's the immediate pressure and societal expectation on these women. And I'm just here to say, hey, that's some BS. You don't have to do that. And you can take courage knowing that the, the culture's wrong. You're not wrong. And it can be the rest of your life that you have a different body and you have permission to accept and love that. You're allowed to not make weight loss the purpose of your life. You're allowed to have other priorities. You're allowed to love your body unapologetically. You're allowed to say, hey, I'm not going to restrict just to look like the way I used to look. You're allowed to look at the pattern of your life of body image and see that no matter what age you are and what body size you are, it's never been enough. It's never been good enough for society's standards. So pregnancy is such an emotional process. And I personally... Uh, deal with infertility. I am biologically incapable of getting pregnant without in vitro fertilization. Um, That's due to endometriosis. But we're going to take on infertility and all that stuff in another podcast. So I recognize what it was like as a woman who was unable to get pregnant to see women struggle with body image. And it was really painful for me. As someone dealing with infertility, I'm like, oh man, I would kill. I would kill to have a baby. I don't care what it did to my body. So I'm very sensitive to those topics for that reason, in addition to being, you know, a women's advocate and body image specialist. So I recognize like so many women are like, I don't care what this does to me. I just want a kid. And then we get pregnant and we have those feelings and we think, holy crap, I didn't know what this felt like. And it's a whole nother slew. So I'm just like bringing attention, hopefully, to the fact that you can't win. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And we're all dealing with triggers and emotions and body image issues. Pregnancy just stimulates a whole new set of those and feelings about your body and gratitude for being pregnant, but hating the feeling of being pregnant at the same time. It's so complicated. And there's guilt and shame for all of these conflicting emotions. And it's, it's just ravaged. It's, it's just this body image can be ravaged and you have the right to question that and that instantaneous get your body back pressure gives no attention to the vital reasons why your body morphed in the first place and how these body changes positively serve you and the baby and that body shame just leaves women feeling totally depleted and like something's wrong with you and it's a contributing factor to postpartum depression the pressure and the shame and the never good enough and the lack of control and the lack of sleep. It's just a freaking perfect storm for feeling horrible. So I want you to take good care of yourself and to start to give yourself grace if you are dealing with postpartum body image issues. And to one, develop respect for the transformation. Think about the thoughts you're having about your body. Are you dealing with dread and fear and anger and resentment are you someone who dealt with infertility and now has been pregnant and you feel guilt and confusion because you were someone who said i would kill to have a kid 
I don't care what it would do to my body. And now you're having those very body image thoughts that you used to be angry about with other people, right? It's freaking confusing and complicated. So I just want you to acknowledge the transformation and to take note of what it feels like. Think about how it feels in your body as you change. Tune into emotions. Acknowledge that there's hormones changing. Organs are literally shifting. Things are expanding. And really start to tune into respect for that. So remember, anytime we talk about body image, we want to start with respect. And, and an easy way to access that is with gratitude. Wow, thanks for carrying this kid. Maybe I'm throwing up because I'm nauseous. Maybe I'm in pain. Maybe I can't sleep. Maybe I have bad acid reflux. And I'm going to acknowledge this is all part of the transformation. And my emotional experience is valid. If I'm really angry about this whole process or not, it's just really tuning in and acknowledging like, holy crap, this is a huge transformation. And I'm going to honor that. And I'm going to notice that. I'm going to try to respect it. And the next thing I want you to do is pay attention to the culture and acknowledge that it is toxic and that it is going to fuel a bunch of thoughts you have about yourself and beliefs that you don't have to buy into. And so think about how prone you are to beating yourself up. If you see that bump increasing, if you see curves changing, if you carry a baby in a certain way that's criticized, just remember that the cultural feedback is not truth that you are still allowed to have boundaries so if someone touches your stomach and you don't want them to you have the right to say no um that unsolicited body talk your own self-talk the cultural feedback get aware of it and you have the right to challenge it like anytime i talk about diet culture once it's on your radar you can't help but see it you can't unsee it and it's the same with this start to look at the pregnancy postpartum culture and how we treat women and the more aware of it that you are the better you will get at not just noticing it but getting your own back and battling the toxic components of it as you move through body respect and understanding this transformation and you start to look at the cultural tendencies that are toxic start working more on that body trust and body acceptance I talk about this in an earlier podcast episode as I covered just plain body image, which is a good companion to this one. If you are resistant to all the changes that are inevitably happening to your bodies during pregnancy, the harder it is to accept what's going on. So resistance to it doesn't change it because it is what it is. You are pregnant. You have a postpartum body either way. Either, either place you are in your journey. And so we don't want to resist it. We want to accept. And this is a pretty tall order, right? You may have anxiety and self-loathing and fear. Maybe you have stretch marks and cellulite. Uh, maybe, you know, things are changing and moving. And this is a big transformation. And the more you can accept it and kind of say it is what it is, that is going to serve you. We don't want you to be preoccupied with how your body looks. We want you to embrace that this is part of it, that this means your body's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. And you can trust and accept that this is just part of the transformation. And it's a season. And it will be a season after having a child, just like every season of parenting is, is, is different. Your body is supposed to change as you age 
it will be a transformation. It'll be a, a gentle dance of acceptance. So a good way to work on body acceptance, practice those positive affirmations, practice getting this education and this power. Uh, we want you to move out of shame into power. And so use information on your side. Here's a big thing. The only emotion stronger than shame is anger. And so I often encourage my clients to get pissed and to get angry about all of this. So body acceptance, that would be the next step. Okay, so to recap, we have talked about using body respect as a way to start building postpartum body image in a more positive light. So I respect my body for what it can do. I acknowledge the cultural influences and all the unsolicited comments as things that I can reject, use that education, use this awareness, and be able to uh, challenge you know, those cultural norms that are toxic. We want you to start building body acceptance and challenging self-talk that's negative. And body acceptance is going to really be reached through using stuff like affirmations. Um, the next step I want to introduce is connection. Okay, so every other mom feels this way. Every other mom is victim to the pressure. Um, some of us more than others. I want you to connect and share your story. Be vulnerable and use that as power. So remember, the only emotion stronger than shame is anger. So it's okay to say, hey, I reject these toxic body image standards and share your story. Um, share the vulnerability and how you resent the pressures put on you as a mother. Um, share the emotions, share the complications. Whenever I see women share stories about being vulnerable and being imperfect moms and feeling like they can never win and they're never enough, I'm like, yeah, man, solidarity for sure. So use connection, use support, get into a support group if you have to. Um, using your support system to say, hey, I'm not alone. Nothing's wrong with me for feeling this way. And I have the option to opt out of the postpartum body image pressures and to recognize there's a whole market, a market that is targeting women to say, hey, if you use our body weight loss changing program, you're going to feel better about yourself. Like you had a kid, lose weight, and then you'll feel like a good mom. Then you'll feel good. Um, so just look at that. Look at the marketing of weight loss programs that target moms and see it for what it is. You know, it makes profit off of you. Um, and you have the option to opt out of that. You're allowed to say, hey, that doesn't work for me. So take courage. One, you're not alone. Two, this is a cultural norm. It's, it's all about making women feel like, hey, you're just better if you're an object. <laughs> look good, right? Uh, because your body is meant to change. You have the right to reject those messages. Um, you have the right to accept your body and to respect it and to trust it. And none of that is achieved through changing how it looks. So losing that weight doesn't have to be your top value. And losing that weight doesn't make you a more valuable mom or more respectable mom. It's a dang hard job being a parent. So give yourself grace um, the last thing I would say is self-compassion. You're working on body acceptance, working on body trust, working on, working on body respect, rejecting all the messages that are toxic. Self-compassion at the end of the day is everything. 
that's what it boils down to with body image stuff. Um, people of all different sizes come into my office and they all tell me the same thing that they don't feel like they're enough. And so self-compassion lets you step in and say, Hey, you're having such a human experience and I got your back. Like, what's up girl? This is some hard stuff and I'm with you. I recognize your suffering. I'm going to be super gentle with you. Your feelings are valid. This is freaking really hard. And man, that pressure to look different than you look at this stage and season, I see how painful that is. I want you to give yourself the compassion you would give to a good friend who shared with you the same kind of struggle. You look in that mirror and you see those tears falling down your face. You hear this kid crying. You see your changed body and I want you to put your hands on your cheeks and just to connect and to say, I got your back. I see your suffering. I see your pain. I feel for you. I understand the complexities. I know where you've been, girl. I know all the emotional, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, the cultural implications of this huge task of giving life, carrying life, and trying to survive doing it all. You got to give that to yourself. I'm here in that gap. I'm here to hold space for you. But at the end of the day, it's you showing up for you and saying, dang, dude, we did something pretty gnarly. We had this kid. And even if you didn't give birth, you know what I'm talking about. This parent thing is no joke. So have self-compassion. If anything else, have self-compassion. Treat yourself like you would a good friend. Be cool to yourself. I'm here with you in the trenches, my friends. Doing that mom life. Living off dry shampoo. Freaking having a kid. Still being in the infertility world. Trying to run a small business. Like, there's a lot of pressure. And if we can at least be cool to ourselves for not having to shrink to make everyone else freaking happy. It's like, okay, if that's one thing we can cross off the list, maybe it'll be a little bit of a better day. So I'm with you. And uh, if you need some more support, head over to that earlier podcast episode that was on body image. I do a guided kind of exercise to help you connect in gratitude to your body. Um, Also head over to mindfulcounselingschool.com. I have a new course on communication in addition to an entire body image course. But the body image course is jam-packed. It comes with a packet, a one-hour lecture, similar to my podcast style. Just a lot of facts and a lot of tools and exercise exercises to help you navigate body image and building a positive body image. So that's at mindfulcounselingschool.com, the body image course. It's 50 bucks. Uh, I stand by it. I really believe in that content. Thanks for your support on the podcast, my friends. And as always, may you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.